Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, got a little news, and we got lots of She-Hulk feedback. Let's do it. All that right with his dad, we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, good to hear your voice, my friend. Hello, buddy. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, last week we re- we had our normal Monday record session in the evening instead, and we did the uh, uh, the the very rousing game of uh, the fantasy league. Yeah, I, I had a martini in my hands and cucumbers all over my eyes, taking the day off. It was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you you miss you miss some good arguments. Thank you for everyone who messaged me directly in support of my arguments. I appreciate you. I also believe that I was robbed in the way we decided to score the Guardians. So please send your feedback to... uh, (laughs) I'm on your side. (laughs) I don't know what we're talking about. You're like, I don't even know the game. I saw some anger on on the Facebook page. Oh, did you? That was something about the Guardians. (laughs) I didn't see the anger on the Facebook page. There was just a... a big debate about how whether we should count the guardians in Thor Love and Thunder as an appearance or a cameo. That's an appearance, right? That's what I would say. Yeah, a cameo is like a quick second. An appearance is they have lines and they're there for a few scenes. That's that's exactly. Well, and and, and that- it's 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 our our rules say it is a if they are in a seat well, the rules I agreed to were if they're in more than one sequence, it's a, so like it's, there's an argument to be made that that's all one sequence, but like, that's the argument. So we're like, we're, but they tried to, they tried to steal my points for totally other reasons. (laughs) They were unrelated to the, to the, to the rules. And I fought for my point. The funny thing was I ended up actually, I think taking points away from myself, but making the game more logically consistent. And so I'm, (laughs) I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Oh God. <laughs> I'd be flipping tables. This is why I don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, I'm having a great time. I had a wonderful time arguing with them. At some point, as happens to me in board game nights all the time, somebody would like seemed actually annoyed at me and I was like, I'm sorry guys. I was just going on tilt like for fun. Like I'm having a good time arguing about this. We can we can just move on. I, yeah, I it would be me. It would be me, <laughs> me like God. Damn it, you shut the hell up. You know, no, that's oh, why would, I don't do it. We, we, you would hate me so much at games. So oh, much. man. I don't really play board games for your, I have anger problems. <laughs> I have a friend who like legitimately, I've like, I've beaten her at board games so many times that she just carries a like ruthless hatred of me into every <laughs> new board game. So she's always like, it's always like an added level of difficulty because she is always trying to like tank me more than she's trying to win. She's trying to make sure I don't. So like every oh, like no. multifaceted multiplayer board game, I go in with just like someone who's spitefully throwing daggers <laughs> at me. Yeah, that, that sounds fun. <laughs> It doesn't to most people, but somehow I enjoy the added difficulty. (laughs) Okay. Well, the first thing we got to do is talk about a little bit of news. And that is that apparently Thor Love and Thunder will be available on September 8th on Disney+. Yay! I think that the the making of drops the same day as well as the making of of Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think. Wow. Okay. So that'll be fun. That's going to be really exciting. I can't get enough of behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I, fr- I mean, I've always loved behind the scenes stuff, but like 
the fact that we get it so soon and Disney plus has just become this like staple in our lives. I mean, I feel like that is taking it to the next level with a lot of the the content we've been getting. Like Netflix has been doing streaming for years now, but they don't get those sort of behind the scenes as much. Mm-hmm. HBO does that fun thing now at the end. Uh, and you said you're going to be doing Game of Thrones. Make sure yeah. you don't always turn it off because they always have a featurette at the end of the episode. Yeah. They yeah, go yeah. into the episode. I know like Outlander does it too. I love that. But I also love a full, shockingly, the mom one was my favorite (laughs) because it was hosted by Bruce Campbell. It was so long and I just, Mm -hmm. I I could not, I was like, please make this three hours. I want to just know everything. Yeah, (laughs) I I really, really loved that. I mean, just having Bruce Campbell be the host was, (laughs) wow, French kiss. Getting to see Raimi and have him talk about his stuff and like the writers being like, I did all this for you because I love you and you got me into film. (laughs) <laughs> oh that's amazing because right? could you just imagine that'd be like someone like me getting to work with him yeah and just being like this is everything i've ever dreamed of yeah it's it's wild man to think about like working with the people you grew up on like that mm-hmm. so cool so so cool um well other than that i think like just basically chris evans talked about uh Chris Evans responded to the She-Hulk thing, which I thought was really wonderful. Of course he did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, but anyway, we're going to get some She-Hulk feedback, I guess. Let's do it. Well, no, before that, Ashley's corner. My corner. I mean, shockingly, I really liked this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like I felt very seen throughout most of it, specifically because of the Captain America stuff. Right. Like her at the end at the bar. I mean, we've had these drunk conversations at night, you know, together. Like, yeah. I just don't know. He did so much for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Captain America. F- <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah. And I, I thought, you know, the the pacing is really fast. The, the only thing I would critique a little bit was how... She got the blood in her blood. Cause like, wouldn't that be a problem with anybody who kind of got scratched or cut up around Bruce? Like, yeah, I feel like there'd be like half of the Avengers would be Hulks at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, if he wasn't wearing the inhibitor, normally if he gets any kind of attacked or I don't know about just regular injuries, like maybe he wouldn't Hulk out for that. Um, mm-hmm. But for a long time when he couldn't control himself as well, if he gets attacked or, you know, his arm gets slashed, he probably becomes a Hulk. So like he, mm-hmm. he's not bleeding because he's Hulk, but in this specific situation, he's wearing the inhibitor It's very smart of them to like, yeah. be like, he's wearing the inhibitor. So he can't Hulk out. Even if he like goes through a life threatening situation. Cause normally like he said in Avengers, he tried to shoot himself in the mouth and he like yeah. just woke up the Hulk. The only thing person or thing that made him bleed was Hela's wolf. I'm pretty sure that thing bit the crap out of him under Ooh. under the water. Maybe that thing is a wolf Hulk. Underwater wolf Hulk. I think we have. <laughs> oh my god! We never saw him again. <laughs> he was underwater. I'll wolf watch Hulk. that animated series. <laughs> <laughs> They're green lighting everything over there now. Come on, they'll give, they'll give us a <laughs> underwater wolf Hulk. Yeah, but I mean, I thought it was solid. I thought that um, the actress is great. She's funny. Uh, I love the way she gets points across that I'm sure we're going to discuss in more detail as we start to go through the feedbacks. Yeah. So, yeah, you sure. know, let's just get into the feedback because I feel like I always talk about half the things that they're the people are talking about. So right, I'll just talk sure. about it with them. <laughs> it sounds good. Let's do it. 
<laughs> All right, let's get into it. Up first, we got one of our patrons, Eric Capaz, says, So much to love about this episode. My one big theory relates to the Sakaran ship that caused the crash at the beginning. I think it is either piloted by Kyra, the Ulstrong, don't know what that is, Hulk's wife from the World War Hulk storyline, I guess that's who that is, or his son Scar. My money is on Scar as time moves differently on Sakar, and as such, Scar could be a teenager or in his 20s, and it could still make sense. Scar came to Earth in the books because Kyara, Kyara, sorry, the old strong, died on Sakar, and he came for vengeance. Ooh. Hmm. Um, it could lead to World War Hulk or Hulk's storyline in the movies. Uh, love to hear what you think. 3,000 love to all. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, so I definitely think it is possible that Sakaran ship leads to something interesting with the Hulk. I also yeah. think it's possible it leads to nothing and it's just like a thing they threw in there to. It just seems be part of so weird now that we're talking about it because it does pop down. It, it seems like they crash and I guess we're supposed to think they like stopped to help him or no or no like, they just it, were like oops and then left yeah that was really strange it was really really strange but he did say like kind of like oh i think i know who they are i should get in touch with them or did he right. say a name or no he said it was sakar a sakarin just sakarin whatever a sakarin vessel and he said i gotta get up to the bottom of that so i don't think he found out what it was at that point but right. it, it was weird, like you said, because it, it didn't. They didn't attack. They didn't like fire a weapon. They just got in his way and caused him to wreck. Yeah, it's very strange. I would like to know what that what that was about. Yeah, for the future. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but no, I, I I've heard this theory floating around that it could be something to do with Scar or uh, some of Hulk's family that he may have had on Sakar. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And they did talk about his time on Sakaar in this in this episode, so maybe maybe the Grandmaster's trying to get him back. Ooh, yeah, or or um, yeah. Well, I was gonna say it could relate to Gore and that whole thing, but uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird because we never uh, got I, to see whatever they shot with Jeff Goldblum and yeah, Gore, and it's over. Like we we mm-hmm. talked about this happening with Gore, and like. What if it's an ongoing thing and all this stuff? But like all those theories just kind of fell by the wayside because the gore part of it all is over. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Up next, we got Charles Horton says, uh, hello, my favorite pandas. He's specifically just talking to us. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I like that format of feedback because it's like, if you're on the episode, you're the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> just watched She-Hulk, Shulk, as he calls it. <laughs> don't do that let's not ship that 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 can be two words (laughs) and loved it the thirst is real (laughs) it's very funny and endearing love that they explained what happened to hulk slash bruce uh we now know it takes place after shang chi post credit sequence i liked the fourth wall breaking and i'm excited to see where the show goes charles oh I forgot to add Captain America. (laughs) I mean, who would have thought that he didn't? I mean, I never once thought he died a virgin. I know better. (laughs) He didn't die or whatever. I mean, he died in my soul. I don't get to see him anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, it's like 
we all know he went back and spent his life with Peggy. So yeah, like, so he got to f- a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. he got plenty of lovings. He got plenty he of lovings. He got lovin's. it back in. Um, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of, uh, Charles mentions here, we, we finally got to know what happened to Banner and Hulk. I've heard a lot of people talking about the Banner and Hulk thing. Like, I've heard this on a number of, like, just, like, YouTube videos and people talking to the Stranded Panda community and stuff. Like, he said he integrated the Hulk and Banner personalities. But he mostly just seems to be Hulk body with Banner brain. Oh, his body's a little smaller. Mm-hmm. A little more, a little more, uh, put together almost like, yeah. a little like more he's formatted. in between Hulk and person would be this. <laughs> hmm. That may be. He also, though, mostly just talks like Banner with the occasional, like, sort of childish outburst. It feels like, like when he like beat on the ground, when uh, his cousin knocked him over or whatever, I was like, mm-hmm. that's not a Banner action. Like that's a Hulk action. So I, mm-hmm. I contend that he's a mixture, but I do wish they would kind of give us a little more explanation of like, how that works yeah i don't care <laughs> keep the, move, the, the story moving <laughs> yeah no I, I hear that i just i, I well, part part of it's because we don't get a um hulk movie because of the distribution rights we don't get a hulk movie mm-hmm. so we're not getting a hulk focused thing i would really like to know like what happened to what the happened? hulk because the hulk is his own character especially in um ragnarok into infinity war hulk is like his own character with his own agency and his own desires and his own like and they're kind of against each other and hulk loves sakar bruce banner obviously is has just been uh you know under uh, uh unconscious or whatever for the last two years like it's a whole thing and then it just kind of goes away mm-hmm. so I, I do want to know what really happened there and if they if there's a fusion i would like to see more hulk in the in my banner yeah i agree too i kind of miss the freak outs and you know just the general hulkness of it all has been gone for a long time Mm -hmm. and then i was like maybe we're gonna get a little bit with this but no she's you know obviously she's in control i was like ah okay yeah 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 which we got a lot of feedback about i think uh here and there um i know i know a lot of people didn't like the uh, a lot of uh, a lot of men particularly (laughs) Didn't oh, like, here we go. Let's talk let's about talk it. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Didn't like the idea that uh, she can control her anger, or she can control her hulking out because <laughs> sort of women, that's our, that's our secret. Women are always angry, um, which <laughs> like, I think is a totally fair uh, commentary. I also think, though, that is something that like Jen sort of assumes in the episode is part of the reason she can transform back and forth. I don't know that like... Like, the fact that she doesn't have an alter ego, and the fact that she can transform on command and comes to her power so much easier, she says that it might be because of her ability to control her anger, because she has control of that all the time. I don't know that that's, like... I don't know that that's canon or if that's her interpretation. Like, it just seems like her whole thing is a different kind of Hulk. Like, she doesn't have... She just is a different kind of Hulk is, is the way I took it. And I took her explanation as a very poignant point about our culture, but not necessarily like canon that that's exactly why she has a different kind of hulking out. I don't know, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like I would like to think that that's what it is and that they didn't put in the 
that in there, you know, that kind of powerful moment to be just like her having no idea. I'd like to think that, you know, maybe she felt the same way that she feels when she has to do these situations and that helped her control the, you know, Hulk rage. Yeah. We don't know yet. We'll find out. Um, but I do think it is, it's not some unfathomable, like fathomable thing to wrap your mind around, even if you haven't experienced it. And True. then, you know, to, to be so angry about just that scene and ignoring the rest of the show yeah. is a little toxic. So if you're doing oh, that sure. and, and if you're writing in emails specifically saying to me, you know, or other women being like, explain the fact that she, think about the way you're going to word things. She didn't say she was just catcalled versus all of the trauma that Bruce went through. That is not what she was saying. Right. There's layers upon layers upon layers about what she was talking about. And, you know, think about it a little deeper than, you know, sure, she said catcall. Don't harp on that word. Just think about what she's saying. And, you know, just I don't think it's so hard Yeah. Well, to wrap your mind around. I just think in a way, I th yeah, my, my point was not that those are that, th that her statement isn't correct or like like I said, poignant or real. We don't know. We don't know yet. My point was the, just the way it affects her hulking out. I don't know. Um, but like, yeah, the, 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 the toxicity in the fandom that's coming at, like, you know, coming at it for just having a social point, like get over it guys. It's Marvel. They've always had social points. And if you're just hanging on to your own, like your own side or whatever, like whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Don't enjoy Marvel. Then that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's not even like a big part of the show. It's just it's interesting, you know. And it's it's also just stop invalidating things that you'll never get to experience. Yeah. It it you don't have to always relate with Jen. I don't relate with Bruce Banner. Right. I love him completely and I love the character. I don't understand this. I have to understand what they're going through to understand the character. Well, there's tons of things you know, I, Game of right. Thrones, I am not a Targaryen and I don't have dragons, but I can understand how upsetting it would be to lose them. Yes. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. Just stop not having fun. Just why, when did everybody stop having fun? And also like, <laughs> this is, this is a little dicey territory because I do feel like, okay, it's a two-sided coin. Representation is important. And so to say representation is important is to say that having someone like you on the screen is important. And so I'm not going to tell a guy who says he can't relate to a character as well that they're wrong because it's the same thing. But the thing is to get angry about it is the like crazy thing. It's like, yeah, maybe the show isn't exactly for you, but maybe you can learn something from it. Like, can you imagine if a woman were to say, no, that character's male, the show isn't for me. Like, no, women don't do mm -hmm. that. So many shows are just have been through the lens of like just the straight white male for hundreds of years. And they've had to put up with that, that like for so long. And they have, that has been the default experience and like, just allow yourself to see through someone else's eyes. And it's good, like having a platform to talk about these things. Like we're going to talk about them. Like I, some of the stuff I hadn't been messaged personally and saw on the Facebook page, I put up my own little thing. Like, this is how I feel about, you know, everybody's saying it doesn't make me feel great. I know it doesn't make a lot of the other girls, you know, women feel great. And I turned the comments off on purpose because I wasn't fishing for toxic males. But trust me, they found a way around that anyway, mm. which they were talked to. <laughs> um, but it's just like, you know, they're going to find a way and you just have to fight against it. And, uh, you know, 
everybody just keep fighting the fight. Yeah. Like the things, if, if things are being tearing apart on Rotten Tomatoes, like I don't have a Rotten Tomatoes page, I'm going to go make one to try to fight this. You know, yeah. there are things that we can do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that like a lot of the negativity that comes at these shows has nothing to do with the fandom. So you get this like idea that like the fandom is so toxic and in some cases that's true in some cases there's definitely a sliver of fandom that's like super toxic but a lot of times it's just like people who have a certain political ideology stepping into the fandom or stepping into uh rotten tomatoes or whatever and and dive bombing something because it's too like against their own political position and it has nothing to do with the fandom i'm not saying there aren't toxic elements to the fandom there definitely are but like I think there's a large portion of people, people that go in and be like, why are you turning Hulk into a girl? Like, that's just mm-hmm. like, what the hell are you talking Ugh, about? Hulk used to be able to stop a Tathari flying thing in Avengers. And now he won't even stop a Jeep. That's his Jeep. Why would he want to break his Jeep apart? Like, <laughs> yeah. stop it. You're just choosing to not have fun. Yeah. Just have fun. <laughs> there's a difference between like, uh, fighting your cousin and like having a little like sparring match with your cousin and not expecting your like you to be thrown into a wall and like being the hulk and needing to fight on the biggest day the earth was being invaded there's just a different level of like yeah there's practice uh and then there's oh my god we're gonna die yeah (laughs) and there's like i'm not gonna like actually smash the car my cousin is in <laughs> like it's just yeah my own car <laughs> yeah your own car which by the way I've, i meant to mention it on the uh, first cast but i loved that when she got into the car she had to like move the seat back and then mm-hmm. put like a put like, put a bag under her butt and all that stuff I just <laughs> yeah loved tony's it. gone he's not paying the bills anymore what you got's what you got you gotta be careful that's <laughs> true who else is gonna pay for a kitted out hulk mobile yeah, pepper, pepper was not over there helping peter so i don't i don't think they can look to pepper (laughs) (laughs) where you at pepper where you at where are you at pepper (laughs) i i really do wonder what happened all his money i know like a lot of stuff was impounded in uh in spider-man they showed a bunch of his like tech getting impounded but i assume Mm -hmm. he still has all his money or like not not his family or his family does yeah Yeah. pepper's like close and shop bye (laughs) (laughs) she's she's, uh, on the next beach over uh from where hulk is what a nice place that the hulk had though oh it's so nice i love and i love that whole story like that they were hanging out there building stuff and just being friends yeah it's so i'd watch that like not a whole movie on that but give me like a good 25er yeah yeah yeah. oh something i did not know about this and i just heard it on some like youtube video or something that this episode was apparently originally supposed to be in like the eighth episode. Like the flashback of the Hulk was supposed to be later in the season. Interesting. So like it was supposed to be like lawyer show, lawyer show, lawyer show, and then you find out what happened with her. Like, you know, no, how she I like what they I totally, I like the decision. I totally like what they did. And you know what I it made me think? Like, they've been getting so many complaints about the idea that they have these shows that are like pretty good shows and then they just in the last episode divert and throw in like a big star and they throw in other characters and it like that doesn't let you allow you to finish the story you're telling because suddenly you know hawkeye's dealing with kingpin or whatever um yeah and this is i see why when you're starting a new show you want to establish yourself as your own show and you don't want to start with a big cameo but like 
I think this is such a smarter way of doing it. Like we mm-hmm. all know we're here because this universe is connected. So just right. show the connections at the beginning and then like, you know, then just continue on lawyer show, you know, <laughs> get lawyer show. The only connection I care about is where are they getting all of that alcohol from? <laughs> there was so much that looked like my beach house. Yeah. That looks like the top of my fridge. <laughs> But I'm telling you, the best conversations I've ever heard in Marvel were had at that beach bar. <laughs> the most important ones. <laughs> it really, like, I loved, I loved their relationship. I loved the cousin thing. I really did. I almost even don't believe it because, you know, when, you know, when you were younger and you would do that, never have I ever, you always had your one friend and when everyone was like, oh, have you ever, you know, done it? And everybody who, you know, did is like, yep, yep. And then you have one friend that, you know, didn't. And they're like, yeah, it was like my cousin's friend at this like beach house in like, you know, 1994 or something. And you're like, ah, you're lying. So what if like Steve just was like, yeah, I mean, of, of course I'm not. I was like some girl in 1940. And everyone's like, he's banged everybody. If you've seen like the memes and oh, stuff, yeah. it's just the all these funny. different people. I'm like, I still think you would. I don't know, man. He there was a wholesomeness to Captain America that just screams virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he still calls people ma'am and miss. I miss that so much. I do love the idea <laughs> though that Banner and Steve had that conversation. Yeah, like it makes me like smile that like. You know, we know they're close in different ways and they're fighting alongside each other, but they like had the conversation of when did you lose your virginity? Like, I don't know. As an adult, I don't think, you know, I just like it's rare to have that conversation. Well, you're going to ask Captain America because everybody thinks it. So as his best friend, I would ask him, too. I feel like Tony had to bring it up, though. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably why Steve lied. Like, does Steve really seem like a hit it and leave in the morning kind of guy? Well, no. That's exactly. You're right. It probably here's here's how it happened. Tony was like trying to take him to a strip club because he's calling him a virgin. And then like. Then he's like, no, 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 I've, I've had sex. So, yeah, lots of sex back in the back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Mary, Mary Lou. Yeah, blonde. She's great. <laughs> OK, Steve. Now, if he said it was before he was Captain America, Steve, I might have believed it a little bit more because, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. You can find some cute, cute, nerdy girl and, you know, been adorable. But, you know, he just doesn't seem like I'm going to, you know, have a one night stand with you. And, and, and I don't know. Yeah. War is a different time, though. So War is a different who knows? time. War is different. Uh, you know, I, I hadn't even given this any thought, and I don't know why. I haven't even seen this talked about, but could there be Captain America babies? If he had a one-night stand and like a USO oh. tour. Yeah. As Captain America, though? Can Captain America... I don't, we don't know. I mean, I'm assuming he could pass down... children? <laughs> well, he can't, get, he can't get drunk, so I wonder what kind of stuff that messes with with your body when you become a super soldier are you just shooting little super soldiers everywhere (laughs) (laughs) she had septuplets well i guess isaiah bradley did yeah 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 and seems to have uh, possibly passed his uh superhero nature down interesting so maybe okay who knows who knows there might be a captain america baby out there not as wholesome of a guy as i thought he was (laughs) <laughs> I was kind of like laughing about this whole Sakarin thing uh, being like, you know, eh, it might not be a thing. And now I'm like, wait, but what if this is a thing? <laughs> Hulk Jr. Yeah. Yeah. But if we have a Cap, Cap Jr. out there. Little Cap Jr. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There's got to be Bucky's everywhere, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> All born with metal arms, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. I don't know why, but like, I think, yeah, they're, they're just, that, that's very funny. <laughs> that's the only thing to add. It's very funny. Okay. I'm Steve Rogers. I have sex with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. He was totally lying. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Steve. Sorry to ruin that for everybody, but she's lying. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, up next, Hannah, one of our patrons, says, Okay, world's most awesome podcasters, I want to call it now. End credit scene of She-Hulk will be Jennifer and Matt Murdock getting called to be the Eternals defense attorneys. Why would they have a character named Arishim, the judge, and not get your two lawyers involved? Interesting. Also, hmm. does anyone think that the fourth wall breaking is more than just a cute quirk of the show? I'm wondering if the it is evidence that her mental health was affected uh, more by the transformation than she thinks. Her fourth wall breaks aren't seamless like they are in most shows. Uh, Bruce clearly hears her comments. I think the show is awesome, and you folks are awesome, too. Keep up the great work. Hannah. I could see that being, like, her alternate personality she's kind of talking to, but I guess we don't have any scenes of her doing it before she turns into the Hulk. Yeah, no, we don't really have that many scenes before. Basically, just that car ride, is it? Yeah. So. uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like the idea that her mental health is affected. What if the idea of the alter ego does manifest? It just manifests differently for her. Right. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I am still very like, I think basically they wanted She-Hulk to work like she works in the comics or work work differently than Hulk works. And so they just kind of wrote it to make her work this way. And then they justified it however. But like, and I think in a very cool and poignant way. But like. I also think there's like still a lot of questions like there's still he had a binder full of stuff of how his transformations have worked over time and like mm-hmm. things he learned about himself. She may be totally different, but she still might end up with a binder is I guess what I'm saying. Like it just might be yeah. a very different <laughs> journey, you know, for the first part. Why would why would the Eternals need defense attorneys for, for some of them in trouble? I don't know. I, I, I've owned, I think this is it may because be a joke? they left the <laughs> earth in such a bad place. <laughs> right. Who, who ruined that island that the guy is sticking out of? Um, but no, it's, why would the character? I think there's just a joke about the character Erish and the judge, mm-hmm. which I think is the um, character that picked them up at the end. Right. At the end of sure. Eternals. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing that's who that was that like came and got them um yeah no i i uh i I think that i think that's just a joke but i do i can't help but wonder like how all this is tying together speaking of lawyers charles horton who was the previous emailer um he had a great joke about he just brought up the fact that like uh do you remember in daredevil when they said they were avocados Mm -hmm. so he made a he made a little meme about like you know we're the best avocados in the in New York or whatever. And then it just cut to like uh, She-Hulk. I'm the best avocado because she's green. I find it funny. It made me laugh. Aww. Avocados connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dad humor. What's that? Am I, are we still allowed to call it dad humor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Dad jokes. <laughs> are we allowed? 
<laughs> I, you know, I don't know, man. Alive, you, you talking alive on the on the internet or whatever on podcasts, it's a dicey time right now. <laughs> it, it 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 can be. I actually think, and we've said this before, but I think podcasting is one of the best arenas for it because people hear you talk all the time and so if you say an offensive thing especially a thing you didn't know was offensive and people correct you you can just be like oh right i apologize i didn't realize that was a thing um, yeah but if you vehemently don't like being corrected as much as i do it turns mm, into another <laughs> that's true that's true it's scary it's scary <laughs> <laughs> but what you're saying now is like i'm scared how i will react <laughs> exactly leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> all the billy crumpets out there <laughs> oh you're talking about your bat episode yeah american horror story i had a or Amer oh, i keep saying that american psycho mm -hmm. i had a real hard time with a lot of the names on there for some reason and, and uh Crump billy crumpet was born <laughs> yeah, billy crudup I mean, Bill Billy Crumpet. Billy Crudup became Billy Crumpet. I heard, I heard myself say Crumpet. I didn't fix it, and I just went forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, Billy Crumpet, it's like a guy you can it's bring cute. back for later. It's so cute. It's better than the other name we call him in this house, and that's because of Watchmen. Oh. He's just Blue Dick. Oh. That's Blue Dick. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry to drop the D word, but that, so I was like, wait, what is that guy's real name? <laughs> <laughs> Krubik? Krupik? Was his actual name? Crudup. Crud I had a lot of yeah, people tell me. That's a tough, that's a tough one. Crumpet. Yeah. Crumpet's easier. We'll just go with Crumpet. Um, <laughs> okay. Just Crumpet. Not even Billy Crumpet. He's just Crumpet. No. Billy BD. Billy Blue Crumpet. <laughs> yeah. Blue Crumpet. Just call him Blue. Blue Crumpet. Yeah. Let's stop there. I'm going to take this to a dark place. <laughs> Family-friendly version of, of the Watchmen thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> last of our patrons says, uh, Gregory Cayley, one of our patrons, says, Hi, pandas at law. Uh, <laughs> if She-Hulk continues like this, it might be my favorite show so far. Truly incredible how amazing this first episode was. I'm here to defend Hulk. There have been lots of moans on the interweb about our man Hulk how he's been made weak and blah 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 well i love his arc i remember a lot of the incredible hulk back in 2008 was about bruce trying to control his anger it even started with him training with a brazilian jiu-jitsu master uh the famous rickson gracie of gracie jiu-jitsu fame and the movie ends with him learning how to hulk out on cue Move on to the Avengers, and that's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry, and turns on Q again. Him becoming more zen and using his science to figure out integrating Banner and Hulk makes total sense, especially after being Hulk for two years. Banner had to figure it out for his sake. On to Jennifer Walters. My wife is a lawyer, so can relate to lesser qualified men telling her how to do her job. She also relates to the cat calling. Brag. Kah. Gregory. Um, <laughs> just kidding. That was a joke. Sorry. Um, the unwanted <laughs> attention. Just pretending you were calling your wife hot. But I know that yeah. cat calling had happened regardless of attractiveness. I just thought it was a funny joke. Um, <laughs> The unwanted attention she gets from strange men, etc. Really, men, our gender needs to do better. And if you find yourself saying not all men, then you are literally one of the men. 
And for those men who found it hard to relate to Jennifer's speech, uh, that's literally the point. You aren't a woman. How can you relate? Uh, you don't have to go through what women have had to endure since the dawn of time. This is pretty much what I posted on our Facebook page. Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, because it is true. I mean, not to stop in the middle, but I mean, I experience it in every part of my life at my job, even doing the cast. Like mm -hmm. we, we will have times where I mod the page a, a lot because mm -hmm. I have the time and I do that and things will come up and where Jeff has kicked somebody out for doing something or you or uh, Fox even for that time. It's very rare that the, that person will reach out to you or Jeff. Like when I had kicked somebody several times, they reach out to you like that. She's not fair. What she did like, like that. My opinion would be not as important as yours or that right. you guys would overrule me. And, and it's just like, we see it all the time and no, you don't understand. And that's okay. You don't have to understand, but you have to accept what we're telling you. Like we are telling you it happens and it's okay to accept things you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, that soapbox came back out quick. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> also, whilst the words of Banner were mean, she's right. Why would Bruce want years of loneliness and pain for her? Also, are we just going to ignore the rock throwing exercise? Hulk launched a rock so fast that it and far it burned up in the atmosphere and into outer space. That tells me Bruce is holding back. He has exactly. the strength, but he's a hero and doesn't want destruction. So the rumor that Hulk might revert back to Marvel in 2023, I find super exciting. We might get the World War Hulk arc. Also, love the bathroom scene at the bar, the inclusivity line. You don't need him or her or them. So I'm going to stop right there, too. That scene mm -hmm. is so realistic to yes. how female bathrooms happen. Right. And I've experienced it and have been someone who has helped somebody in bathrooms throughout my entire life, especially when we're drunk. So that was that, that was the most realistic scene yeah. in that entire episode. You know, I've heard that uh, a lot over the last few years of just like people who had a need in a bathroom and the, the women come to their sides. And I love that. And I love, as soon as I saw that, I thought of all those stories. You know what made me really smile this week? I watched this with my mom and mm -hmm. my mom watched that scene and she saw these women. And I honestly just, I just kind of assumed that that was a like women's solidarity thing that was sort of newer maybe because times have changed. And I did, and when my mom saw that and she's like, yeah, that's exactly what women's bathrooms are like. She didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't ask her. She didn't, she's just like, that's what women's bathrooms are like. And I was just like, I freaking love that. <laughs> I love that. That's, yeah. like a, that's like a thing that she relates to generationally. It's people always make the joke about like why girls go to the bathroom, like in groups. I'm like, we, we have like, we're all in there like name it a pattern. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's not like witches <laughs> in there. We're all, you know, we have little timeouts in there together. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. I really, really love it. Men are just in and out. Like we're, we, we're, there's no eye well, contact. You guys have to pull your wieners out in front of each other. That's not great. I wish I, I'm not a man, but I would love that if all bathroom stalls had like a, the like little privacy things. Cause I've heard Ken complain about it. Most do. Uh, and the ones that don't like, I've never had to show my, there's occasional, occasional, troughs and those <laughs> there's just no there's just Listen, nothing to like they, at least even the little like 
whatever urinals still have a little bit of an edge. If you just want to get close, like you're not going to show yourself to anyone. You're not flashing everybody, but the mm-hmm. troughs, I will admit. Yeah. I experienced it uh, myself. We were at, I don't know what, it was like a game board convention. You showed your penis. <laughs> well, I saw, cause they had the, the joint bathrooms, you know, the, they bathrooms or whatever, you know, okay. the, anybody can go in. So, I didn't mean to be looking through my slot, you know, but I did because that's what you do. And I saw him turn around and he saw me looking at him and it was like, oh, God, and, you know, I moved <laughs> left to get out of the way. But I was like, I just I was like, hey, I saw a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought I didn't expect, you know, I thought they'd have at least dividers and that not i mean not that i care i've seen wieners but it wouldn't stop me from using one of those bathrooms i'm trying to say yeah you know yeah, but yeah, yeah. i was surprised so i was like dudes must look at each other's wieners all the time no. i it's very you have to try if you're trying you to, to try. look at wieners you could you can look at wieners I think. easily look at wieners yeah you know what's funny we We've talked about this show being a little more like whatever, sexually suggestive. And I didn't really expect our podcast to be, but I feel like we have talked about penises more on this episode than any other episode. It's the She-Hulk thing. <laughs> I, that's I what I'm saying. Like, yeah. The She-Hulk has just enough like humor and stuff that it is a little more adult, like sexually. And like, we're talking about wieners way more. <laughs> <laughs> and on, of course, with Catherine and Jeff on Thursday night, we talked way more about the attractiveness of She-Hulk. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> for that representation, for those of you who like the, uh, I need to know. I need women. to know why her hair changes so drastically because hmm. she goes from like adorable, cute curls to like long shoulder length. You know, wavy Farrah Fawcett. You yeah. know, hair. So that's interesting. That is interesting. What's in the Hulk makeup? That uh, gamma radiation, man. That's what you need. It just makes you better. It's like your hair should look like this. <laughs> I love when she transforms back in at the very end and she's so disheveled and her hair just gets all super kinked up. Ken had the best at the end of that. He was like, I have a problem with this. I was like, why? He's like, she wouldn't still be in that suit. That suit was really small. He's like, what they missed was she should have been wearing a spandex outfit under there. So it showed that she did listen to the things that Banner was telling her. And I was mm. like, that's a that's a darn good point. Right. That would have mm. been cute. That would have been cute. I, this So this is some of the stuff I was listening to. And this I'll give New Rockstar some credit for this because they did a breakdown of things you might not have noticed in the She-Hulk first episode. Uh, CGI specifically. And they were talking about, th- that's where I learned that in fact, it, apparently this was supposed to be like the eighth episode or something. This is supposed to be the very end of that show. Uh, mm-hmm. And because they moved it so early, they had to cut out big chunks of the um, CGI because the, the, mm. the VFX team didn't have time to do. So like, if you watch a lot of her transformations don't happen on screen, like it'll be just a hand growing, which like these days, most of the Marvel stuff, I thought it was effective. I thought they did a really good job of hiding those things. I did mention on our first initial episode that like it seemed like some things were shakily edited or like they cut weird or whatever Mm -hmm. um and like that's something that he was basically showing that like in in that new rockstars video check it out it's really it's a really good one um but uh i don't give them any (laughs) views (laughs) 
I agree. Watch our stuff on YouTube first, then go watch yeah. all, ever, all hundred whatever episodes on a vote we have on YouTube, then go we'll check out New Rockstars. But no, um, they have an, the, <laughs> the, the thing is uh, pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. We have cool. a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast playlist directly on our page. You can click on that playlist and leave your computer playing all day long. Um, <laughs> help us out. <laughs> okay. Um, and then he he continues. Anyway, love y'all as much as I will love the scene with Daredevil appearing on screen again. Uh, Gregor the Pod Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree. I'm I'm looking forward to joining you guys on the lives for Daredevil. Yes, when he shows up. <laughs> I hope he's on it a lot. I really do. Me too. Um, I mean, yeah. I was just talking about how like. I like that they've inverted it, and instead we're going to get the the big crossovers happening early, and then later on will be different stuff. But like, we still have Tim Roth coming back. We still have Daredevil. We still have mm-hmm. like all these big things. Wong, like this is really exciting. Just so much. How many episodes cool is this? It's longer than the usual. Nine. Run. Nine. Oh yeah. wow. Um, but they're only thirty minutes, so it's like mm-hmm. about the same length as our other shows, but. There's nine Who's ep- gonna, 30 minute episodes. What are we going to do when we're in Dragon Con? Uh, well, we, we'll all be together and we'll probably <laughs> just podcast true. that night. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Be super fun. I am really excited. We're doing Dragon Con and we're going to try to do some episodes about like what's we're going on. We're not there Con. until Thursday. Sorry. Right. Right. Go ahead. So Thursday night or something, we'll probably do that. Or Oh, it is. Th- I keep thinking it comes out on Wednesday. No, no, no. Yeah. It's Thursday. So uh, okay. me and J- actually, ooh, oh, I'd love you. Um, well, we'll be, we'll be podcasting together that whole weekend. We get there Thursday at five, at, like 7 a.m. though, 8 a.m. Oh, oh, perfect. Maybe, maybe we'll do it Our right Our flight out of here there. is 530. And th- well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to look at the whole schedule because I don't want to miss anything big at Dragon Con, especially Marvel related. Yeah. But I also want to do as much podcasting with you guys as possible in person we've we, we've met up a few times over this few years and we every time we say we're gonna do an in-person podcast and we have yet to pull it off because <laughs> we're always just like but we gotta see the city that we're in or whatever but yeah this time this is technically a work trip we're gonna do it <laughs> yeah okay let's get to the last couple emails here we do have a number of emails that were almost over a page and i'm so sorry uh that we didn't get to those um but pro tip pro tip everybody the shorter you keep it the better chance you get it of getting it on there because we do want to be able to read we want to hear everybody's stuff but when you're sent like i get to sending us long ones yeah and saying everything you want to say but we're never going to be able to to get to it yeah it's just it literally is about getting to more people's feedback so we get to as many as we can and especially here at the end when we're like rounding out some feedback. I'm like, how, how can we get to three people's feedback instead of one, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So it's just about, so, so the, the thing is a lot of times people say like a lot in their emails that is kind of just like generic, but if you have a specific thought you want to get across, send it in a short email and it will get read. Cause that's like, this, mm-hmm. that's the stuff. That's the gold stuff that we're looking for. That's like a really specific thought. Sometimes people will have a really awesome thought at the end of a two page email. And I'm like, <laughs> sometimes we have the time to edit it down and find that thought but it's take that's a lot of work to sift through um okay up next we got joseph hill on gmail says hi my name's joe and i've been listening since fatwas and this has been the marvel show i've been looking forward to the most and for good reason the fourth wall breaking is perfect and other than miss marvel this is the most comic-y and colorful show yet 
But one of my friends who I talk to all the time uh, has said she is not going to watch this. Ever since No Way Home, she has fell off from Marvel and doesn't like it as much, but her reasoning was terrible. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I don't want to attack her with a half-baked argument, so I came to you. She says She-Hulk has been downplayed compared to Hulk, and the comics version of her, which... I took as a personal attack because she has never touched a comic in her life. Uh, but anyway, do you guys think she should have been bigger and bulkier and less feminine? Uh, I hope she's wrong because I want to be right. <laughs> and she spoiled all the, all of Endgame for me. Oh, no. Uh, hmm. Thanks for reading. Bye. Friends, real friends don't spoil Endgame. That's true. That's true. For friends. That's pretty <laughs> iffy there, bud. Joe, you got a lot going on in this email. Um, lots of flags, both red yeah. and non-red. Um, <laughs> like, yes, she spoiled Endgame for you. But I think they showed us immediately in the show that this She-Hulk's supposed to be stronger than Banner. Mm, I don't know about that. They, I don't know. They did the thing where they toss the rocks, but yeah. then he throws his into space. So like, yeah, she didn't try though. <laughs> right, she did not try, but she like I'm not saying she's weaker, but she's also like, I think they wanted to make it clear that we're not saying she's stronger. We're saying like she has, she definitely has an ability. Like she is uh, more flexible and more agile than um, Banner for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, with all that yoga she was doing and like. He's like trying to teach her yoga and she's like, whatever, I know how to do this. <laughs> um, so, so I think there's, they both have different abilities. I do think it's possible that Hulk is just stronger than her, but I don't think in the comics she's necessarily stronger than Banner. I don't know that they've, I'm sure it's been addressed at some point in the comics. Yeah. I wouldn't be upset with the Hulk being stronger than her just because like the Hulk's supposed to be one of the strongest characters in Marvel. Right. Comics. Yeah. Um, and she's obviously a very different kind of Hulk. Like yeah. if she had, uh, she's just a different kind of Hulk. I'm not upset if, yeah. if he's stronger. Um, but I would say to you, Joe, my advice, this is more of my advice as a friend, more than a, uh, a, 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 a podcaster. And what you should tell her is like, give her some space. If she doesn't want to watch this right now, she probably like you watch it first. And yeah, if you she's gonna really ruin it, it for you, buddy. Yeah. Or if like don't don't be don't be pressury. If you pressure people into watching a thing, you're just gonna you just push them away from the thing. Um and like let her let her let her have her minute. Like I've had friends fall off of Marvel over the last years. With all the stuff coming out, I think people just have this tendency to be like, I'm I'm I, there's fatigue. Fatigue happens, and people just go like, I'm stepping away. But then they hear how good a thing is. So instead of being like, How dare you not watch this thing? Let her like have her thing, you know, let her have her moment. And then, you know, if, if you love this show, tell her how much you love the show and let her make her own decision. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. And the thing about her being feminine, that's a comics thing too. Like I want my She-Hulk hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a thing. And I think they're my only defense for that. And I do definitely hear people say it when they say like they're over sexualizing her because she's female. That's absolutely true. Like, he looks like a monster. She comes out looking like a graceful... Uh, they literally uh, 
did some of her VFX were based on like ballerinas and stuff. Like mm. she, she's like a completely different, uh, they're doing something very different with her. And it is definitely because she's a woman. I think that is absolutely, mm-hmm. they're treating her differently because she's a woman in this, epi- in this canon. But that's always been the case. Speaking of comics, like she's always yeah, been hot. Go look at what <laughs> she looks like. She was, she had quite the many boyfriends, superhero boyfriends yeah. throughout. So <laughs> the, the, the thing that gives me hope is that the creative team, a lot of the creative team behind the show is women. Yeah. Um, and I'm hopeful that they are, I mean, and we see it in the first episode. Yes. It, there is that dichotomy of being over-sexualized. Absolutely. But, or more sexualized than Banner. Although, I don't know. Uh, Daddy Yeah, let me Um, tell you something. Mark (laughs) Ruffalo in, I believe, it's probably the first one. But he, yeah, he looks real good for some reason in the first one. And I'm not a rough fan, but Mm -hmm. when they first introduced, he has those like purple streaks in the hair. Mm -hmm. He's looking good. And so is the Hulk, man. He's got that, he's got that shirt on that makes him look kind of rugged. And he's got it like half unbuttoned. You want Hulk out, baby? Let's go Hulk out. I'm not scared. That's a lot of unbuttoned buttons for a scientist, Ruffalo. I'm just saying. Hey, he looks, he looks very. Ruffalo, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I like it rough. Um, (laughs) I like that one. There's a lot of, uh, that would be a good t-shirt. I like it rough. And it's just a picture of Ruffalo. Um, Are you FF? I, yeah, I would just say, like, give her her time because she, she's going to and, and, and do your case when you, there's time. Oh, what I was saying was that I think there, it is clear they are trying to say positive things and feminist things with this show. And that I think, like, yes, she's hot, but also I think it's going to be a thing where she, like, owns her sexuality. And that is also important. Third wave feminism, people. Um, get on board. <laughs> Catch the third wave. <laughs> Okay, last one. Ryan Wanderer says, uh, Dear Less Angry Pandas. What? Um, Pretty angry. (laughs) (laughs) We're always angry. That's our secret. Hey, I've been listening for a couple months, and it's become a thing I always look forward to. So thanks. So I watched the first episode of She-Hulk and agreed with you. It just for some reason felt like a breath of fresh air. I feel like this is going to be a good show, plus all the cameos, makes me really excited. So I have an idea on why Jennifer is different, and admittedly a little bit better than Bruce. I think it's because Bruce completely changed his whole DNA while Jennifer was exposed to a couple drops of blood. Also, when she got the blood, Bruce was in his human form, so maybe that's why... She has just her human alter ego. What do you think? Thanks for giving me such a great place to channel my Marvel alter ego. Uh, keep up the good work. Uh, don't ever stop. Sorcery Ryan. Sorcerer Ryan. Sorcerer Ryan. <laughs> Put some respect on that wizard. Sorry. Um, I agree with that. I mean, there's definitely something to be said there for the fact that he was exposed to a ton of gamma ray, you know, gamma rays, and then she's only had a couple drops of blood in yeah. there. It's a completely different way to be infected or whatever Absolutely. you want to say. Absolutely. I just think that she's a completely different kind of Hulk. Like, yeah. And the, the, she's just a, she's a, almost like a descendant of this Hulk. Um, you know what I mean? In a, in a, in a, in a way that is like different. She is a different level. I, I think of like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to try to think of like a good example of like a horror movie or something where there's like a monster and then those monsters, whatever. 
victims <laughs> become monsters, but they're not exactly the monster. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing in science fiction where, like, you, the thing you create isn't necessarily a carbon copy of you. Right. Until they know. make their first kill. Exactly. And then they <laughs> yeah. become the real vampire or whatever. Yeah. I don't you're know. a fleshling until you make your first kill and then you're a vampire. <laughs> okay. There we go. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. I, I, I think this is a very fair point, though, that she, she's just a different Hulk. Yeah. Maybe not better. I'm not going to agree with better, but different. There are things that are better. The fact that she can control herself, that's a huge plus. The mm-hmm. fact that she doesn't have an alter ego. I, and we, we've talked, we talked about this a little in the first episode, but apparently in comics, there's a whole thing about the alter ego is something he'd repressed from childhood because of childhood trauma. Like mm-hmm. the alter ego of Hulk existed before the gamma rays basically is the idea. And like, that's a comic book idea. I'm sure it's just from like one run of books or whatever, but like, right. It's possible he had his own mental issues before the gamma radiation, got the gamma radiation. It's it split him into two completely different beings, you know? Yeah, um, true. But we, they haven't covered that in the MCU, obviously. But, like, we also haven't gotten a Hulk film in a really long time. Like, I really, I want to know more about the Hulk thing. <laughs> like, his mm-hmm. Hulk situation. Give me a Hulk movie, guys. Come on. <laughs> well, uh, Ashley, any other last Matthew. thoughts on... Uh, the 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 she-hulk before we get out of here no i'm i'm really excited to see where it's going um i I, i'm ready to see more episodes it's interesting that you say that this one felt a little or was a little not put together because i kind of felt like that way about the last scene in the courtroom who's that chick who are we defending who's Mm -hmm. that but it's episode one so i don't care so much right but you better start answering some questions (laughs) well no and that's 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 one of the scenes in that new rockstar video they break down is like this is and that's what i said in my first initial response was just like some of it feels really especially that final scene feels like it was edited weird and it turns out it it, a lot of it is because they just didn't have the vfx budget or the vfx time because they like decided to move this one up in the schedule so much and i'm glad they did i think this was a freaking great episode but it meant a lot of the hulk stuff her being the hulk was like had to be cut so they only got a few key moments of if you watch it and it's really interesting to listen to the breakdown because they they talk a lot about how like there's big transformation scenes where it's just like it's all in your mind like they they show her and they show her hands breaking the saws yeah oh you fall you you turn back into your form when you're asleep that's cool real easy way to get around that (laughs) yeah i love that conversation (laughs) (laughs) most of them I, i i I love his like comment about uh well uh, most of the time I fall out of a jet or I'm hit with a by a robot <laughs> or beat up by robots or a, str- a lullaby <laughs> explain that I can't <laughs> <laughs> I really loved uh him so much mm-hmm. all right well very excited for She-Hulk. Just a couple days away, we'll be back with lots more. Um, I don't know. We got. I'm, I'm I, probably going to drop another early, early morning episode because I liked doing that, and uh, we'll be back more with feedback next week and news and all those good things. All that next week. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv strandedpanda tv and available at youtube.com strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.